Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan on a very beautiful Wednesday. Everything off air just leading to total concentration on the show. It's beautiful. I love it. It's live radio. Enjoy it. We got the Lions and the Rams coming up on Sunday night. We got our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day. Presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Should anybody wear a Lions Stafford jersey anywhere in the state? On Sunday, you tell me one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. You can opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word huge to twenty one thousand. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine dot com will tell us he's just writing a story about a Michigan player transferring. What about the national championship celebration this weekend in Ann Arbor? We'll get the latest. Tim Stout from our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show, weekday afternoons, live again at 3 on a.m. 7.30. Get an update on Izzo, Michigan State hoops. Frank Schwab, national columnist, Yahoo.com on the NFL wildcard playoff weekend. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show. He texted me and said he loves what the Lions have done, but he thinks Stafford is hot. And the Rams are going to roll the Lions Sunday night. We'll hear from Zane. Dana Clark, Media Relations Director for the Detroit Police Department. Another edition of True and Blue, presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. She'll be by before we are done. I mentioned Pete Carroll is out as a head coach of the Seahawks. They really choked down the stretch. He's going to stay in the organization, which means... Out of respect, they're going to do that until he gets another job. So they they have logical landing spots in the NFL for Harbaugh. It's like a lot of people are talking nationally that it's just a done deal that he's gone. One spot CBS Sports said Washington, the commanders, that... They get the number two pick in the draft. He could grab J.J. if he wanted him. Former NBA champion executive Bob Myers out of the Bay Area was 
just hired to run that franchise, which was kind of strange. Magic Johnson is connected to it. Raiders at number two. You have and the Commanders. His brothers in Baltimore. Mom and Dad can move down there, and you got the whole family in the D.C. extended Maryland Baltimore area. Uh, also, the Raiders at number two. Uh, Harbaugh familiar with the organization. QB coach there at 2002, and you got Tom Brady as a minority uh, owner, and he has a piece of it with Davis. They got a top 15 pick, which that could be in JJ territory. You know, Harbaugh calls him the greatest of all time, and then the Chargers, but they have salary cap issues, and will they be willing to pay? Uh, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com is standing by after an unbelievable trip to Houston. Team was welcomed back with chance of one more year for JJ. You see that video, Clayton? I did. Yeah, and uh, and he said that. You know, he said, how can I leave this place? At the same time, I think there's still a chance. But, uh, you know, certainly that and then the parade on Saturday, if he hasn't made the decision by then, he has to by the 15th. Uh, you know, people could get in his ear a little bit from the fan base. So uh, if you're if I would advise the Michigan fans to, to keep it up. So uh, the parade, is that set? What's the any details officially that are out right now on the championship parade in Ann Arbor? I don't think they've announced the details yet, but they did announce that it's going to be Saturday night, uh, uh, this Saturday night, and I think something in Chrysler, and then maybe something around the surrounding streets there. So we will uh, we'll see when details come out. But it seemed like a good turnout. Our Zach Libby uh, was there. We were still traveling back from Houston uh, last night as the team arrived back at the football facility. A bunch of fans on the practice field there, and as you mentioned, you know JJ and Jim Harbaugh has given speeches. So. I mean, people in Ann Arbor are extremely fired up right now. They are. Uh, it has a almost a Super Bowl celebration feel to it. Mm-hmm. And with the modern era and all the social networks and the photos and the TikToks and uh, everywhere you turn, it's Michigan this, Michigan that. You see the impact of what a national championship in this modern technology area does for a team. You almost can't measure the impact. No, you really can't. Um, you know, I mean, it, and you couple that with Michigan's the winningest program of all time. But in terms of national championship, he hadn't won one in 26 years, and then before that, uh, you know, it was almost 50 years. So uh, it's extremely important. You know, when then when you look at the landscape of the of the college football world right now over the last couple of decades, only one other Big Ten program has won the national championship. That's Ohio State twice, 2002 and 2014. Uh, and, you know, really since Michigan had last won it, those are the only uh, championships from the Big Ten. So it's extremely hard to do. You had to beat the SEC champion team that went undefeated in the SEC and, and beat number one Georgia to do it in the Rose Bowl. And then, uh, you know, I think one of the top two teams, you know, is Washington on Monday night. Uh, obviously, they earned their way to get there, but that was a great team that, that Michigan really was able to, at the end of the night, roll over. It was dicey for a while, but. Uh, 15-0, and Jim Harbaugh's getting the tattoo on his arm. Uh, you know, Ann Arbor luckily didn't burn down on Monday night, but uh, maybe close to it, and uh, the celebration will obviously go on for a while. Clayton Savey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umberg Coffee. Uh, guess I'm talking Michigan Post-National Championship uh, celebrations, plural. I did mention before I went to you the CBSSports.com story, the three – Logical landing spots for Harbaugh if he goes to the NFL. Washington, 
L.A., which would be Vegas, not the L.A. Raiders anymore. L.A. for uh, the Chargers, Vegas for the Raiders uh, in order. I see the Washington thing with, you know, mom and dad can move down there. John's in Baltimore. Jim's in Washington. They stay close, tight. They love that family circle. The Raiders saying he would have a top 15 pick and uh, some talent there and could draft J.J. in the top 15. And the Chargers, if they can navigate the salary cap, they are playoff ready. Out of those three, what do you think is a possible destination or the most likely destination for Harbaugh? Yeah, I mean, I, I still think it's up in the air as to what he'll do. I'm sure that, you know, there'll be some calls and he'll have probably some options, I would imagine. I think he could have gone to the Broncos last year. I think he'll probably have more than just one this year. So I, I think Washington does make sense. I know it doesn't have a you know, a quarterback like Justin Herbert there. But like you mentioned, I think before you brought me on, they have the number two pick and, uh, and it's right there in the, in that area. Uh, I will say it, it's funny. The word logical, it, sometimes it doesn't always apply to, you know, ex, you know, people assume Jim Harbaugh is going to do one thing and sometimes he does the other. So I think he would look for, you know, potentially personnel control. I think he would look at, you know, uh, just how much they, they seem to put into their chase of him, and whether that's money or just kind of the desire to have him there. We, we know he's not really a money guy, but he's kind of a guy that, that wants to be shown the love. You and I have talked about that a lot. So I think there are different factors that would go in. So, yeah, Washington would, would be great in that regard because his brother John is there in Baltimore. But uh, I think he would be more looking for, uh, you know, just the complete situation that, that he would like. Uh, and I think, you know, look – Seattle's open, uh, Titans is open, right? So, I mean, a couple of years ago, no one was talking about the Minnesota job as a possibility for him until late in the process when they came in and, and uh, met with him and then brought him in on an interview. So I, I still think that if he does look at the NFL or if he goes, it could be still one of these other teams that maybe he doesn't have ties to but ends up being kind of the right situation. Yeah, and, and that situation, and we don't know uh, the way he praised J.J., uh, especially at the end as the – Greatest of all time and one of the best quarterbacks he's ever seen. And, man, you know, Washington has the two pick. If you were going to reach and take J.J. at two, that would be shocking. But it's hardball. Uh, again, illogical. I love that comment there, Clayton. It's it's <laughs> tough to say, yeah, you know, he'd never take J.J. at number two, and he takes J.J. at number two. It, it he, he likes to do it his way, uh, and sometimes it doesn't work. And then he's shown the door, like at the end in San Francisco, the beginning uh, with Michigan, but then you watch what he's done the last three years, and I really think he opened his eyes to assistants having more control uh, to the type of player he wanted to create that team culture, not just going to grab every five-star he could find that you watch that an Ohio State will do, and it hasn't worked for a day lately, especially the last three years. So uh, do you think he's gone? Because I, you know, ta- I talked to Chris Ballas yesterday, and – he said he talked to Santa Ono on the field after the win over Washington Monday night and said that they're doing everything they can and the reports will have big money. So Harbaugh has total control on every move for the first time maybe in his coaching career. Yeah, he's got all kind of the, the leverage. Yes. Um, you know, his stock is as high as it's been since, you know, probably he made the Super Bowl, right? Um, because then the next – or a couple of years later, they – Went eight and eight. He still could have got one of a number of NFL jobs, but decided to come back to Michigan. Another move that many in the media didn't think was logical, right? Coming back to college, um, you know, and I applaud him for for doing what he wanted there, despite you know 
people talking about and predicting what he would do, kind of going back to that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that when you when you think about where he's at right now, he hasn't signed a contract extension with Michigan. You know, that tells me that he does want to see what options are out there. He's also hired, and this is weeks ago. You know, I know it was reported about a week or two ago, and people made it seem like it was new news. But um, you know, Don Yee, as his agent, high-powered NFL agent, he was Tom Brady's agent tons of ties in the NFL and things have been, you know, I, I think things will probably be a little bit more quiet now that he has an agent that can kind of do some of the, the inner workings here of, of finding out what his options are, laying them all out on the table. Um, you know, I think that's what he probably wants to do. We talked to Ward Manuel on the field as well, uh, Michigan's athletic director. And, you know, he said that he, he understands if you were an NFL team, you would, he would come after Jim Harbaugh too. He said, but I'm not part of an NFL team. I want him to come back at Michigan, and he knows that. Santa Ono said the same thing, that he views him as critical to the university and that Jim Harbaugh knows he feels that way. So I think Michigan is showing the love that they can. The fact that he hasn't signed tells me that he just at least wants to look around. I don't know that he's gone or staying. I don't know that he even knows what his decision is going to be. I, I do trust that he was in the moment there in the college football playoff and you know, trying to dodge those questions, you know, partly because I think, one, he wanted to focus on this team, and two, because he may not even know yet. And even when he thinks he knows, he's changed his mind in the past. Think of when he almost came to Michigan in 2011 before they hired Brady Hoke, but then backed out at the last second and then goes to the NFL then. So I think, you know, all options are pretty much at the, on the table at this point and, uh, and wouldn't be shocked either way, to be honest with you, because if I were him, you know, I don't know if I'd want to deal with the NCAA and a potential suspension over something that you feel is unfair next season when you could be coaching another team and trying to check off another one of your goals. So I think a lot of different factors with this thing. People are going to guess on the outside, and it's going to be a huge talking point on the national shows and, and everything else. And felt like it was kind of weirdly like the top talking point of the national championship when really I thought it should have been about the college football season and that championship. Um, you know, so everyone's going to talk about it. Everyone's going to predict, but he's a hard guy to predict. I just want to remind people that. The way I look at it, Harbaugh, it will never be any better because it's the first time winning that title. Winning a second one next year wouldn't have the same uh, feel. Sure. Uh, and I agree with the NCAA and the way he talked about that the players needed to be compensated at yesterday's morning's championship press conference in Houston. That, that, to me, is kind of like a parting shot. He can still continue on that uh, rant when he's a head coach in the NFL and with so many openings, with him fresh off of winning the national championship in three straight years on that hardball resume. NFL doesn't care about those suspensions. Connor Stallions is getting Michigan fans, buying them drinks. NCAA, <laughs> you know, they can do what they want to. He watched it with the Big Ten. It's a joke. And I, I believe that's why Harbaugh will leave. If there wasn't that NCAA garbage, I think it would stay. And I think that was the goal of the Big Ten and the NCAA to get him out. Yeah, it's not a small thing, especially a guy who, when he described that three-game suspension, which is in the non-conference portion of this past season, um, as, as a uh, baseball bat to the kneecaps. You know, it hurt him that much to not be out there against East Carolina, UNLV, in Bowling Green, uh, and now if if he does have you know some sort of combined suspension between the Burger Gate thing and the sign stealing stuff, uh, which again there's no proof that he was involved with or had knowledge of the latter, 
uh, you know, if that's five, six games or whatever, I mean, that's, that's not a small thing for a guy like that. It's not a small thing for any football coach that has options at the next level, too. A lot of these coaches would love to be able to go to the next level, uh, let alone have one here that, that could do that, has had success there, and may be suspended in the NCAA next year. Also, uh, it's expected to pass today by the NCAA is a rule that if you're suspended by the NCAA, you cannot coach or work during the week uh, and then also miss the game. You'd have to miss the entire week and the game. Uh, so he was, you know, when he was suspended this year, as you know, he was coaching during the week still, and then he just couldn't do anything on game day. Now it's going to be the full week. So it feels like to me an NCAA move, another move by them to try to get him out of their own sport, which seems counterintuitive to me, but I think that's not a small thing either because that, that looks like that's going to pass. I agree with all the garbage off the field. that uh, Harbaugh with another opening happening uh, with Seattle today and Carroll moving into their front office, an undefined uh, or uh, a non-defined uh, position, yeah, the he'll he'll go. Uh, really, those three that were listed at CBS Sports, uh, Washington, the family structure where Mr. and Mrs. Harbaugh can move down there, both sons are there, all the families are together. They can bounce back and forth between home and away games during the offseason, see each other uh, all the time. Uh, you leave as a national champion. Uh, you go out on top at Michigan, mission accomplished from when he started, what he went through, and it was one heck of a journey uh, to get to the top. It was well-earned, well-deserved, but the NCAA will sit there and look the other way on those high school kids at the Under Armour game talking about how much money they're being offered or getting to go to a school or Hunter Dickinson leaving Michigan for better money at Kansas. They will flat out ignore pay-to-play, transfer tampering, all these violations and they'll focus on a hamburger or a guy who went to college football games allegedly with an iPhone to shoot opposing sidelines. My Lord. Right. And, and that guy's gone. You lost your linebackers coach over it. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, there's no knowledge or evidence or proof or whatever you want to call it from the NCAA that he had knowledge or directed any of it. The NCAA has said itself that it was a, it's a minimal competitive advantage anyway, off-campus scouting is. Um, you could go on and on and on about how ridiculous it is that this is the situation, as you pointed out, the hypocrisy because of what else goes on in this sport. I mean, it took them, what, seven years to investigate Kansas, and they had guys on FBI wiretaps talking about paying players. Same with LSU. I mean, Michigan just played against Will Wade, uh, who, who's you know, admitted to paying people uh, and you know, everything else and had his suspension only 10 games in, in one season. In basketball, yet Jim Harbaugh may have to be suspended over half of next year. It's a complete joke, um, and that's kind of what the NCAA is right now. I think everybody knows it, and it's only a matter of time until they move on. But unfortunately for Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, the NCAA still exists as of right now. Uh, last couple, uh, last thing, though, uh, responded to what you were saying about the Seattle job. Could you imagine Pete Carroll staying in that administration and having to uh, Jim Harbaugh having to work for Pete Carroll. I don't know. If no, that exactly, no. But work, work out. Yeah, yeah. Back to the USC days at Stanford, right? Yeah. Uh, that, I don't see and, that happening. Seattle, uh, San Francisco, Niners, hmm. Seahawks rivalry. Yep. No, I, I, I do, I do look at the three that were listed by CBSSports.com this afternoon in order: uh, Washington three, Raiders two, Chargers one. The all three of those jobs have the right fit for Harbaugh. 
because he'll have, except for he won't get J.J., or he could get J.J. and have Herbert teach him to be a backup. Uh, but, you know, he could get J.J. top 15 pick with the Raiders, reaching at number two with Washington. That could get people crazy, especially if Caleb Williams goes one and Marvin Harrison Jr. is sitting there. But he could wheel and deal. Uh, they got a basketball GM in there from Golden State. That's kind of crazy. But uh, and, 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 he, and he's a Bay Area guy, so who knows? There could be connections to Harbaugh uh, somewhere during his time at Stanford with the Niners. A lot to talk about. Before I let you go, though, I off the buzz over the last two days, I sense J.J. McCarthy will come back for another year. That That's my gut vibe on this. Yeah, it's hard to say. I would have said probably before the national championship game that it kind of felt like he was maybe leaning towards going. Uh, I, I don't have any updated sort of thought on that other than some intel that we've kind of uncovered on Michigan's NIL and that that they really did a great job this past week in Houston uh, at different donor events, pep rallies, that sort of thing. Where they've, they've raised a lot of money, and we know that J.J. McCarthy would be pretty well compensated if he did, did decide to come back to Michigan, I think that could be a factor. You know, I mean, he, he only completed 10 passes in the national championship game. We know he doesn't attempt a lot, um, you know, based on the way the Michigan offense is, and he's fine with that, by the way. Um, but, you know, at the same time, he, there were a few throws maybe he would have liked back, didn't, didn't play maybe as well as he would have liked on that stage. So I could see him coming back, uh, but I'm kind of just still right around that 50-50 mark. It's hard to get a total – uh, a total guess on what he's going to do. He only has five more days to decide, so we'll continue to to try to listen for uh, for what we hear on that. But it's going to be really interesting because it determines so much of what this Michigan team could be. I still think they're going to be very good next year, even without him. You, know, you could pick up a transfer quarterback, but if he comes back and, and you look at the talent they have, especially on defense returning, this could be uh, another team that's right there in the top five, top four, and competing for the national championship again. Clayton Safey from the Wolverines.com. What a run he had. Back-to-back weeks of Rose Bowl, the national championship game down in Houston with Ballas and Anthony Broom. You had Johnny Borden back in Ann Arbor, the senior columnist, Doug Skeen, with his opinions, a former Wolverine offensive lineman, all at the Wolverine.com. Follow that website, get the latest on the parade and celebration on Saturday in Ann Arbor. And also, will Harbaugh stay? Will he go? Same thing with J.J. Uh, you were running late on a story that somebody's transferring. Any big name? Yeah, Darius Clemens, uh, sophomore wide receiver who's just been kind of buried on the depth chart, was a top 100 recruit. Uh, I remember talking to you on signing day a couple years ago and saying that he was probably the guy I was most excited about, but just hasn't really didn't really earn the way on the field and, and didn't have uh, you know didn't pass some of the guys ahead of him. So no big names yet, but they have five days here to uh, enter after the national championship game. Other guys, and I assume we'll get some other guys. Did Clemens announce a new destination? Nope, just that he's entering, so he's he's officially on the market. Oh, yeah, and the transfer portal becomes a open betting free agent money market, but let's go hammer Harbaugh about <laughs> right. m- maybe a hamburger or – Connor Stallions with an iPhone across the way with Intel that would rival the KGB during the Cold War. Right, because that's what the NCAA does. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bidding war for and the transfer portal where other schools, like you guys reported, were trying to woo Michigan players while they're preparing for the national championship game. NCAA, they're hypocrites. They don't want to share their money with the players. Harbaugh is advocating for it, so they're going to do what they can to make sure Jim 
takes one of those open jobs, and I do believe he will as this week unfolds. There, there was a time where I'm like, okay, maybe he's coming back, but the more we move away from that championship game and the more you look at the reality of the situation, I think he's had enough of college football. Thank you, Clayton, for the update. Uh, great job uh, out in California and Houston. Award-winning stuff from you and the Wolverine.com team. Well, I appreciate that. Take care. Yeah, Clayton Savey, he sounds like he, he's had two hours sleep in the last 48 hours. He does. They had nothing to do yesterday was their off night. and They probably had to wake up early, catch a flight. He's on fumes right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, roadshow updates. Tomorrow, 3 until 6, I'm at the K-Wings Event Center off of Sprinkle Road in 94 in Kalamazoo for our listeners on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, out of GR. I'm with Van Andel Institute and the Purple Community uh, to preview the Marvel Night with the K-Wings Hockey Club uh, at the K-Wings Event Center on Friday. Our live broadcast will be tomorrow, 3 until 6. Micro Mike. Mike Kimber from Lions Nation Unite will join me during the 4 o'clock hour, preview the Rams and the Lions on Sunday night. We'll hear from the K-Wings and our friends from Van Andel Institute's Purple Community. Then on Friday, I'll venture over to the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi for the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. That opens up on Thursday, runs through Sunday. It's one of the biggest fishing shows in America. And I'll be broadcasting live Friday, statewide, 3 until 6 at the Ultimate Fishing Show from the Impact Power Sports setup. Impact Power Sports, all the power toys you need. And Lomas Brown will be at the Impact Power Sports setup at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi, 2 until 4 on Friday with that Lions golf cart you could win from Impact Power Sports and the Michigan Sports Network. All you have to do is text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000. Text IMPACT. To 21000, you can see the card on Friday between 2 and 4 with Lomas. And I'm hearing from Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports, 14-mile road in Rockford, Michigan's Noah's or newest go-to Yamaha golf cart dealer. They're going to have the huge card there. So text Impact to 21000. We'll have that drawing in the summer at the Huge Show Golf Event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Text IMPACT to 21000, and I'll see you Friday, 3 until 6, broadcasting live from the IMPACT Power Sports setup at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. And Lomas will be there Friday, 2 until 4. Same spot as me. Let's go to Parker in Granville, listening on 96 One The Game. You're on the HUGE show. Hey, HUGE. Uh, just curious how you even can think that Harbaugh is going to come back after he praised Sharon Moore so much after that national championship victory on how he led the team for the three most important games of the season. I think hard to see that, you know, Sharon Moore take that lead spot right after he would part to go to the NFL. I agree with you, Parker. That's why I've gone back and forth and just trying to read it. I have no, it's an opinion. I have no inside info that his melancholy tone since the college football playoff preparation began, first gave me the thought he's leaving. Then, after talking to Ballas and Santa Ono, saying they're doing everything they can and they had breakfast with him, maybe he would stay. But when I hear the press conference yesterday that the players need to be 
compensated. They deserve their fair share. It seemed like a parting shot. But for him to leave, it will have to be the right situation in the NFL. And I think Washington, the Raiders, and the Chargers seem to be what CBSSports.com said, the perfect three. We'll see. We don't know. No one knows, even the guys from the Wolverine.com. Up next, Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. That now is carrying the huge show live weekday afternoons at 3. Timmy will join us. We'll get his thoughts on Tom Izzo, Michigan State basketball, that ugly game against Northwestern, what happened. And also Coach Smith, number 86, CBS Sports, top 133. Number one plus 133, Michigan one, Michigan State 86. I like what Smith has done since he's taken over with his coaches, his players, his recruiting, and his transfers. We'll get an update from Stout from AM730 in Lansing. He'll join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Tracy, over to you for weather. The sun must be shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of items like Din and Greek yogurt, Meyer frozen steamable vegetables, and Kraft macaroni and cheese. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in-store or online. Back to you, Dave. Sounds great, Tracy. Deals so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Johnson. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp-dressed simple man to Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Should any fan be wearing a Matt Stafford jersey on Sunday, not only at Ford Field, but any place in the world? I say no. What do you say? You can join us. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line, Michigan-based bank, locations all across Michigan. Your money stays right here in Michigan with Michigan-based decision makers. Let's go talk to Tim Stoutstout on sports. Michigan State back in action tomorrow at Illinois. Huge game. Big Ten shocker last night. Nebraska knocking off Purdue. That Big Ten race is kind of crazy. When you look at the top right now, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue with Nebraska at three and two, along with Indiana, Ohio State two and two, Penn State two and two, Michigan State one and three, and Michigan on the bottom uh, because of overall win percentage at one and three. So, yeah, I think it's a must-win situation at Illinois. Tim Stout weekday mornings, ten a.m. on the game, seven thirty a.m. in Lansing. Huge show now back live weekdays at three. How you doing, Timmy? Good, thank, good, Bill. Very good, thank you. What happened that Northwestern game? I know Northwestern's playing well and a tough team, and they were ten and three going into that game. But for Izzo's team not to play any defense, that was shocking. It was, although when I went back and looked at it a little bit, Bill, there were a lot of those Northwestern threes that were up against the clock that got flung up there through the forty minutes that went in. That if you had played another game between those two those balls might have rattled in and out or caromed off, and there might have been a rebound. State didn't rebound very well in that game as it was. You know, I, I look, was I surprised? Yeah, I was surprised. Because I think Michigan State's a better team than Northwestern is. The bigger surprise was the fact that it's hard for me to believe a player like Malik Hall can play 25 minutes, no points, no rebounds, no mm. assists. I mean, this, the guy's coming off 41 points in the last two games. But I'm the biggest proponent in the world of seeing the game of basketball, especially at the college level, is so divided in talent from when you play at home and when you play on the road. Purdue got beat by 16 last night at Nebraska after they got beat by double digits at Wisconsin. I, I just think there's such a difference. The basket looks smaller. The energy's different. It, the, the officials are different. They're just It's amazing to me. Uh, in this sport, I always tell Brock when we're on the air, there aren't 14 Big Ten teams, there's 28. 14 to play at home and 14 playing on the road. So tomorrow night you get State's road team against Illinois' home team. That would tend to favor Illinois, even though its top player is out. He's gone to court to try to get back reinstated, but even if he does, the court doesn't hear his case until Friday and the game will be over by then. But Illinois beat Northwestern last week by 30, but they didn't do it at Evanston. They did it in Champaign. So if you go by the theory of home and away and home and away, State's obviously going to have to shoot better and play better to win at Illinois tomorrow night. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking about Michigan State basketball. How do you see the rest of this Big Ten playing out? I mentioned they're one and three Right now, huge game, as we discussed, at Illinois. When it's all said and done, where do you think Izzo and the Spartans finish in the Big Ten pack? I think they'll be in the first division, Bill, unless they lose any one of three players to injury, Walker, Hogart, or Hall. If they lose any of those three for an extended period of time, then I think that could affect things. Any of the others, I think they've got interchangeable parts. They might get away with it. But 
after I don't think there is one great team in America. I think there are a lot of good teams in America. I don't think there's a number one team. I don't think there's anybody that can say to itself or can be projected as, boy, these guys are going to the Final Four. First of all, it's two months away to get to the tournament anyway, or thereabout. And these teams are so up and down, so up and down. I mean, Purdue's ranked number one this week, but whether they're the best team in the country – when they're playing a Mackey Arena, they're pretty good. But when they get on the road, they lost at Northwestern, they lost at Nebraska, and they got blown out at Nebraska. But I watched unbeaten Houston last night, Bill. They trailed 14 to nothing uh, at Iowa State. They made it closer up the end, but they lost. And that, to me, that's the beauty of the NCAA tournament because nobody's going to get a home court advantage. You're going to be on a neutral floor, so there's more of a pure basketball that takes over. But I haven't seen one team this year. I was impressed with Duke last night. They won easily at Pittsburgh. They were on the road, and they're getting used to each other now. Uh, Kentucky won big over Missouri, but they played at home last night. I mean, those are the blue blood teams, and maybe they'll be there at the end. In the Big Ten, I mean, the team I guess I have to give a little more respect to than I have through the years is Nebraska, mainly because they have won some decent games. Now, again, they got beat by double figures last week at Wisconsin, and they still have to go onto the road in some key games yet. But apparently, if you play at Nebraska, you better play well, because at home they've already beaten Michigan State and they buried Purdue. Uh, I think State will be, and I, th- I think they're a top-four team. I think they're better than Northwestern. They only play Purdue once, and that's late in February, and that's at Purdue. So that's going to be tougher than that. The problem they have, Bill, is no Big Ten team has ever won the league title who started out 1-4. and four. If State loses at Illinois tomorrow night, they're 1-4 and four for the first time since Tom Bizzo's ever been the coach. He's never had a 1-4 and four team in the Big Ten. So if he loses tomorrow, he gets Rutgers at home at noon on Sunday, I would think State would win that. But it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a tall tall mountain to climb, obviously, if they lose tomorrow night. And the irony of the whole thing is to me that they were ranked number four in the Associated Press preseason poll. I thought that was way too high to begin with because I didn't know how much those freshmen who came in with a lot of publicity were going to be a part of this team. And none of them start, none of them play significant minutes, and none of them uh, have big stats. You know, it's mostly last year's 13-loss team minus Joey Hauser. So they're 9-6 and six right now. So from that standpoint, it doesn't surprise me. They've played pretty well at home at times, as we know. They buried Penn State. But it'd be just like them to go to Illinois when nobody thinks they've got a shot and pull an upset tomorrow night. I'll bet the game's close. But whether or not they can pull it out or not, that's something else to watch. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show back live weekdays at 3. Timmy, always good to hear your voice. Enjoy that State-Illinois game, and I'm sure we'll talk soon. Good, Billy. Good to talk to you. Have a nice day. All right, Tim Stout checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Here in about 20 minutes, Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com. We'll go over the NFL wildcard weekend playoff games. They're saying the temp may be zero for the Dolphins and the Chiefs. This weekend, Lions and the Rams, Sunday night football in America. Our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Enjoy that adult-crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade vodka. Available local restaurants, pubs, bars, and also spirit stores. And I've seen it center aisle uh, in many Meyer locations across the state. 21 and up to enjoy that, but celebrate a Lions victory Sunday with nobody wearing a Stafford jersey. 
So answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. And speaking of the Lions in the playoffs, pretty cool deal right now from our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You're a new customer. You bet 5 bucks on the Lions and the Rams on Sunday. You'll get 200 instantly in free bets. Always use that code HUGE. When you sign up, this is for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE. Bet 5 bucks on the Lions and the Rams Sunday night. You'll get 200 instantly in free bets. And tomorrow, Marty Boa from the Michigan Sports Network told me this is another tease. I'll give you info at 3 o'clock tomorrow where we'll give you 1000 bucks to bet on the Super Bowl for new customers who sign up and use the DraftKings code HUGE. But you got to wait for that drawing. You can sign up right now if you want to and take advantage of the five bucks you spend and get 200 instantly. But if you want in on that contest to win that 1000 bucks, details tomorrow at 3. The preceding was a tease from Bill Simonson, the HUGE show and the Michigan Sports Network. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Fish on the ultimate fishing show, Detroit, January 11th through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle, fishing boats, and fishing trips. Take it from fishing pro Mark Zona. This is the largest pure fishing show in the country. It's the fishing boat show. Buy from dealers who know how to rig them right. Shop fishing tackle only available once a year. Seminars on five stages. Meet guides and lodge owners. The Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, January 11th through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Whoa, put that one in the box. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting live for the Suburban Collection Showplace in Detroit for the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. I'll be there Friday 3 until 6, statewide broadcast. Lomas Brown will be at the Impact Power Sports booth where you can register to win Lomas's Lions golf cart. It's this Thursday through Sunday, the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Look for the huge show in Lomas Brown. There Friday starting at 2 p.m. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for all you Lions fans. Now you're going to want to get in on this huge offer from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. So you can bet five bucks on the Lions and the Rams on Sunday night. And if you're a new customer and you bet five bucks on the Lions or the Rams, if you're going to go with Stafford, you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So get in on that Lions-Rams action on Sunday night. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers who bet 5 bucks on any NFL game, even if you're not a Lions or Rams fan or Stafford Detroit Rams fan, 
Uh, you bet five bucks on any NFL playoff game this weekend, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility max award limits and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Remember, we're on 19 radio stations across the state. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. 